Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Inner Sanctum Mysteries, The Vengeful Corpse, September 12th, 1949. Good evening, friends. This is your host. Welcome to you through the creaking door into this inner sanctum. Come in, won't you? I'd like you to meet some new guests. We just dug up. Now, that particular cadaver. Standing off in the corner by himself is a serious case of claustrophobia. Poor stiff. He just can't stand. Shrouds. <laughs> now, this fellow, you right? was a mountain climber in life. He took his wife on the alpine bike, and while they were going up the icy slope, he cut the rope and held them together. Said he just couldn't stand to be tied to one woman. Now meet the most forgettable character, Wide-Eyed Willie. One day Willie's ugly wife bit him. So in anger, he buried her in the backyard. Six months later, his homely mate come up. As dogwood tree to haunt him. <laughs> now according to Willie, her bark is much worse than her bite. <laughs> Please, friends, absolute silence. If we want it so quiet, you can hear the head drop. It's a little, it's a small hillside, New England cemetery. As chill evening wind stirs the leafless trees with a complaining murmur. A blood red moon probes through the branches with grotesque fingers touching the faded headstones. Where the eerie light, a frail, dawn faced young woman sits on an old stone bench, listening acutely to the rustling on the branches, as if to catch her some word, with some whispered whisper, of the dead forgotten past. Paul, Sarah, Sarah, where are you, Sarah? Oh, Paul. I'm o- I'm here, over here, Paul. Sarah, been looking all over for you. What are you doing out here, anyway? Sarah, I was called out here, Paul. Paul, what? Sarah, the wind. There's a voice on the wind. It's called me to come out here. Paul, that's just in your mind, darling. No voice called you. Sarah, yes, Paul, it did. I recognise the voice. Paul, you recognised it? And who, vo- whose voice was it? Sarah, it was old and tired and sort of cracked. Yet I could recognise it as my own voice. Paul, you heard your own voice? Sarah, yes, Paul. 
is the strongest right where I'm sitting now, among my family graves. Mr. Griffin, hello there, sir. Griffin, hello? Paul, it's just Mr. Griffin, the caretaker. I asked him to help me look for you, giving. Oh, well, I found your wife, for white, Mr. Seaton. Paul, yes, I found her white, Mr. Griffin. Griffin, I thought I saw Mr. Seaton come graveyard here earlier. I didn't expect you, she would. Griffin, I thought I saw Mrs. Seaton come to the graveyard here earlier. I didn't expect her to be still. Boy. Paul, what's wrong? Griffin, uh, it's nothing. Paul, what's the matter, Mr. Griffin? Griffin, it was just that I've got a sudden sort of feeling every time I pass this grave here. Sarah, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Griffin, that grave, that one there, the one right next to you. Sarah, why? What's the matter with it? Griffin, well, it isn't. Have you noticed? There's only one name on the history, the first name. His Hester. Sarah, that's strange. My family name is Randall. Is it wasn't this woman a Randall? Griffin, oh you don't know the story? Paul, what's story you talking about? Griffin, the kin who buried Griffin, the kin who buried this Hester woman didn't think she deserved the family name. They left her off the gravestone. Hester. Sarah. Why? Why didn't they give Hester her full name? Griffin, because they didn't want anybody to know who she was. Guess you should see, Hester, the burned at stake for witchcraft. Sarah Witchcraft? Griffin, yep. That's what they say. Paul, uh, Mr. Griffin, my wife is a new woman. It is. Is it? Is it so? Sarah. Let him go on, Paul. Paul, oh, but Sarah. Sarah, but what else, Mr. Griffin? Griffin, well, it's just, that's all, Mr. Seaton. Except this, this is clean as sake. They were burning an innocent woman. She could be heard shouting at the flames, licked around her. She threatened with a last breath to get even someday. Sarah, how could she get even? Griffin, I don't know. According to the story, I heard Hester said that it was here town um, said that this here town owned her the years of her life that they took away. Paul? Well, now this is completely ridiculous. It's only a legend, Sarah. Sir Griffin, tell me, how many years ago did this happen? Well, right here on the redstone, you see. Hester, a lost soul, born October 13th, 1759. Died. Good heavens. Sarah, what's wrong? Griffin, uh, look, Miss Seaton, the date of Hester's death. It's worn away. Wind sounds out, clock striking ten. Sarah, Paul, Sarah, Sarah. Uh, Paul. Paul, what are you doing out to bed? Where did you get, when did you get up? Sarah, why? Just a minute ago. I can't sleep. She keeps calling me. I hear her voice right here in this room just a few minutes ago. Paul, what? 
Sarah, she's begging to help me. Tell me she'll never really lived, and pleading me to bring her back to life. Paul, now, Sarah, you've got to stop. Sarah, I thought I saw her. Paul, now, Sarah, believe me, there are no ghosts. Sarah interrupting. She was dressed in black dress. There was a large W on it. That's for which. And in her hand, she held a flaming torch. Paul, I'm going to call the doctor. Knock on the door. Sarah, someone's at the door. Paul, right, I'll see who it is. Sarah, frankly, no, wait. Wait, I'll go. Woman's footsteps, door opening. Judge Foster, ah, oh, good evening, Miss Seaton. Sarah, why, Judge Foster? Foster, I don't hope I didn't awaken you, folks. I saw a light in the window, so I... Cold. Phil interrupting. Oh, it's all right. Judge Pete, come right in. Foster, oh, thank you, door closing. Foster, I'm sorry to bother you this time of night, Mr. Seaton. I was looking in my window the other side of the cemetery. I thought I saw something moving or someone prowling round out there. I wondered if they came over this way. Sarah, who was it? First of all, I don't know. Somebody carrying a torch. Sarah, interrupting scared a torch. Paul, go and judge. First of all, well, of course, he could be that my eyes are playing tricks on me. They're not, they're not so good. But as far as I can make out, it was a woman dressed in black. Sarah, Paul. Paul, you saw there was a woman? Judge, you sure? First again, I'm pretty sure I saw her. Of course, I couldn't dark out there. It looked to me like there's something on the front of her dress. Paul, what did you mean? For the well, there's a letter, W, a big white letter, W on it. Sarah, Hester, it's Hester. Just as predicted. Paul, no, Paul's no, Sarah. Foster, confused. Hester, who's Hester? Sarah, Hester Rendell. That's who you who saw. She was in this house. Paul, no, it must have been a trick. You see, someone's trying to frighten you and make you worse. Foster, now, now, hold on, folks. Hester Rendell was buried over 100 years ago. Sarah, she came back to life. Miss Seaton, I don't think so. Paul, interrupting, now judge. My wife is ill. She doesn't realise what she's saying. Sarah, I am interrupting. I saw, I know this is alive. You don't believe me, Paul. A judge Foster saw her too. Pastor, well, I don't see anyone who's been dead hundred odd years ago. Paul, what is it, Judge? Don't you smell it? Paul? Yes. Pastor, something burning. Paul, is the odour of burning flesh. Look out there on the back lawn stuck in the earth. A torch, a flaming torch. Wind again in the background. Sounds of digging dirt and shovel. Paul. Sarah, I tell you, it's useless to have me dig up this grave. So I got to know, Paul. It's the only way I could be sure. Foster, careful, Miss Seaton. Miss Seaton. You got, you just, it was just 
just deep enough for the coffin now. We are still there. Cole, I don't know how you can sanction a thing like this. First well, Mr. Fleetwood, you see, I want to be sure too. Cole, but this is ridiculous. Shovel hidden wood, digging sounds stop. First one, ah, you struck wood with a shovel. Yes, it is the coffin. All right, you better go easy now. The wood is soft with age and half rotted away. Scraping sounds of the shovel and wood. Pull. Fatigue. Okay. I think we can open it now. First, wait. I'll give you a hand with the lid. Grant says he says lid. Wooden coffin lid being moved. Sarah, there's something inside it. Pull slowly. A body. Charred. First, it's a body, all right. Oh, it isn't a woman. You can still make out the face. It's Griffin, a caretaker. Paul, Dr. Milton, I'm so glad you've gotten you here. Dr. Milton, I came as soon as I could. Mrs. Seaton, Mr. Seaton, you've got wrong. Paul, she's worse, Doctor. Milton, oh. Paul, much worse. She's been in her room for all day, hiding like a frightened child. Her feet, the reading made it worse. Milton, reading? What reading? Paul, exaggerated. Well, the past few days she's had been reading books about her family history. Milton, why did you let her have them? Paul, well, because at first you seen the corner. Since the night we found Mr. Griffin, the body in the grave, she wanted to know more and more about Mr. Randall. Drove him. Sarah, Paul. Paul, oh, Sarah. Don't note in here, dear. You've got to warn him, Paul, before it's too late. Milton, warn whom, Mr. Seaton? Sarah, Judge Foster, he's in danger. Hester will kill him next. Norton, well, Sarah, it's in the records of the court. Magistrates are sending Hester to death in his state with a man named Foster. Norton, now, now, Miss Seaton, you're just so upset, Sarah. Please believe me, Judge Foster. It's a direct descendant of the magistrate. Both Sarah, Sarah. Hester's dead, dear. The dead cannot do no harm. Sarah, Paul, Paul. You don't understand. She killed one of the men already, and now she's going to kill another. She swore she'd get that revenge. And a magistrate, and one man who's her accuser, Norton Miss Seaton, all that talk uh, over place over a hundred years ago. Sarah, then, what about Mr. Griffin? Paul, well, what do you mean, Sarah? Sarah, emphatically, he had the same name, too, according to the record. Hester's accuser was a man named Richard Griffin. Paul's Vesta, my wife is sitting. I'll come over. He'll warn you about Hester. Hester, well, thank you, Mr. Fulton, for troubling, but I'm not a little bit worried about the similarity of names. Paul, well, didn't admit to Sarah, but the coincidence was regressive, was strange. Foster, bit careless. Oh, they'd never frighten me. Mr. Seaton, but thank you for coming over. Oh, by the way, can I drive you home? Well, no thanks, Dr. Norton. He's waiting for me outside. Good night. Door open, Foster. Good night, Mr. Seaton. Door closed, Foster sighs. Now, where did I get put those glasses of mine? I'm sure I left them on the table. Here on the table. Door opening. Foster, say, who opened the door? Is that you come back, Mr. Seaton? Well, I can find it. Whoever it is, answer me. Who's out there? Hester. Ah, the mate witch laughed. <laughs> it's me, you preposterous just duke. 
first uh, maze and fruitful. What? Door closes. First, uh, who are you? Yes, sir. Your conscience. You've been dimmed by the evil your acts. Who am I? Mark you well this torture light. Now mark you also my garb, this black garment I wear upon which you impress the wicked W. Pastor, Hester, Hester, I, Satan's magistrate, Hester's Randall. Richmond, that's Hester's character. You know, that's the way the dame gets when she's burned up, makes a spectacle of herself, you know. Kind of feel sorry for old Judge Foster. When Hester showed up, poor guy didn't know which way to turn. They shouldn't be, they sh- should have believed Sarah Sutton. She sure had Hester dead. Uh, rather lying, so writes. Yes, indeed, it's a wise descendant who knows her own forebears, particularly the grave minded ones. <laughs> well, now, let's get back to Flaming Fangle. Let's see what's the cooking. Farewell. Paul, Paul, wake up. Paul coming out of a sleep. Hmm? Sarah frantic. Oh, please, hurry up. Paul now wake. Oh, Sarah, what's the matter, darling? Sarah, I just had a terrible dream, I'm afraid. Paul, now, easy, dear. Sarah, I dreamt that Judge Foster was killed tonight. By Hester, you did warn Judge Foster, didn't you, Paul? Paul, yes, of course, Sarah. Where are you going, dear? Sarah, I'm getting dressed. I'm going down to tell the judge myself. Paul, you're staying here. Sarah, Paul, please let me go. You mean it's a man's life. Paul, you heard what the doctor Norton said. And his answer to you to leave the house. You'll go to talk to no one. Sarah, why am I being kept here like a prisoner? Why don't you let me speak to... to Judge Foster. Door banging open. Sarah. Who was that? Stepped up. Paul sounded like a wind bang. Door banging the wind. Pete, door banging open. Paul, yes, there it was again. Sarah, don't you look look, look, look like door? Paul, I'm sure I did. I better see what happened. Sarah. What? Wait, I'm coming with you. Repeat door banging open. Sarah. Better turn on, on the light here in the kitchen. Sir Paul, no, you won't have to. I can see it's the door, right? I guess I've just forgotten to bring the latch. Sarah, Paul! Paul, Sarah, what's the matter? Sarah, out there by the trees at the end of the lawn, for the saw figure. Paul, right, just stay here, then. Be right back. Door opens and closes. Paul. There's no one out here, Sarah. Sarah, you're sure? Paul's positive. Probably just a shadow. Sarah, still. Paul, there's someone right there. Ah! Paul, Sarah, Sarah, what happened? Sarah, where are you? Sarah. Paul, she was standing there, Sheriff, right here. Paul, she's standing here, Sheriff, right here at the back door. I heard a scream. Sheriff, and there wasn't a sign of her. They got back into the door. Paul, 
not a sign of her. Perhaps, well, folks, don't just vanish into thin air, Mr. Seaton. You must have sure been around here someplace. Pull, I'm got to find her, for it's too late. Sheriff, too late? What do you mean by that? Pull, I don't know, really. I have a feeling that something's gone wrong. Sheriff, oh, now you're going to tell me about dead witches returning too, are you? Don't tell me you believe all that stuff. Pearl, I don't know what to believe. Norton, Sheriff, is that you, Sheriff? Sheriff, yes, who's there? Norton, Brother Norton, you better come with me, Sheriff. Just discover sitting on the side of the road, about half a mile away. You're sitting? I think you better wait here. Pearl, what is it? Donna Norton, what have you found? Norton, I Marv, you wait, uh, as I said before, until I'm with Shaw. Paul, what are you trying to hide from me? Trevor, I guess you'd better speak up, Doctor. There's something that concerns Mr. Seaton. Maybe you should know. Norton? All right, Sheriff. When I made a turn in the road, my headlights was caught in the ditch. You couldn't see it first, so I stopped the car and got out. The body in the ditch, a charred body. Car coming to stop with a slight brake squeal and opening to car, two car doors. Not in his way, Sheriff. Over here on the right. Paul, where is she? Sheriff, easy now, Mr. Sinton. Not in. Right here, Sheriff. Sheriff, wait till I switch on the flashlight. There. Paul. Is that Sarah? Sheriff, just a moment. Mr. Seaton? Dr. Norton, that there's made, has made a mistake. But what? Sheriff, this corpse isn't your wife. I can tell you that, that by that ring. It's the ring of that third force on his wall. Telephone rings once, then off hook. Paul. Hello? Oh, yes, Sheriff. Any news, Nick? Well, Nick, why can't you, your main finder? Been six hours already. Now I haven't heard for a while. Yes, Peter, I me mean, as soon as you hear anything. Well, yeah. Okay, thanks. Phone on hook. Knock on door. Paul, who's there? More emphatic knock on door. Paul, who is it? Sarah. Paul, open the door. Paul, Sarah. Sarah, do you mind? Yes, yes, quick, let me in. Paul, oh, Sarah, Sarah, thank the Lord, you're right, Sarah. Oh, Paul. Paul, darling, where have you been? What happened to you? Lock the door, quickly. Door closing. Sarah, she didn't know it. Doesn't know I've come back. She's still looking for me. Paul, who? Sarah, Hester, she wants out, was out there. Paul, that's why I ran from the house. She called me from the road. Make me go with her. Paul, huh? Go where? Sarah to the cemetery. She kept me there, torturing me, begging me to change places for her. Paul, darling, you're not, make, you're not making sense. Sarah, please, please believe me. You've got to get away from here. Tonight, right now. You'd kill at me if you don't. She wants my life for the one she never lived. Paul, now stop it. Stop. Now get a hold of yourself. Because there's no such woman as Hester Randall. Sarah, but I saw her. I could talk to her. Paul, the woman you saw in somebody else. 
somebody living living. Who wants you to to believe that Hester she's Hester? She wants everyone to believe it. Sure. But why, Paul? Why? Paul, because she's a cold-blooded murderess. She killed two people already. She's trying to drive you out of your mind completely. Sarah, but who? Who could it be? Paul, I don't, and I wasn't sure before. Now I'm almost positive. It's Dr. Norton. Sarah? Dr. Norton? Paul, now, now you saw this Heather. Sarah, what was she like? Sarah, it's like a ghost. Like a shadow in the light. You can see her face, and yet you can see through it beyond. For now, there's just an illusion created by the night, dear. Perhaps some, some tricks of a clever, scheming woman. See, I proved that, Dr. F- that Dr. Foster. Door banging again. Sarah. It's Paul, it's the back door again. It's blown up again. Sarah, leave it. You've got to get out of here. Paul, no, no, you stay here. I'm going to see the opens at that door. Sarah, please hurry. Don't let me leave, leave me alone for long. Door banging again, Sarah. Paul. Paul, is that, what is that? What is it, Sarah? Sarah, still, don't come in here. Don't come back. Run away as fast as you can. Paul, what's the matter? Sarah, don't come in here. She's here, Hester. Paul, Sarah? Sarah, look out. I've got the gun on the, off the desk. I'm going to kill her. Three gunshots. Sarah, Paul, Sarah, Sarah, are you right? Sarah, I killed her, Paul. You won't touch me any more. I killed Heather. She came to warn me. I fired. Paul, Sarah, there's no one in this room, dear. Sarah, over there in the hall. She's there. Paul, where? I don't see, good Lord. You've broken the mirror. Sarah, what? Paul, you shot at yourself. Sarah, no, it can't be. Can't, it can't be her. And yet I saw her face. It was my face too. Paul. Sarah, it was you all the time. Hester, I am Hester, fair gentleman. It is warming to such a friend as you to stand beside me. It's mockery of justice. Paul. Oh, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, run. Run as first you can, Paul. I was wrong. I haven't killed her. Run. Paul, run. Sarah, I've got to help you. I've got to explain to you that. Hester. Thou art not Sarah. Not any more. Can't you see who I am? Can I see you taking my place? Sarah, Paul, Paul, listen to me. Sarah, listen to me. I love you. Please come back to me. Hester, Sarah's gone. But now I can live the years it took for me. Paul, Sarah. Hester, see in my hand his pistol. We will buy it, bid it. I say, you'll come, you'll come with me. Put up a ring in an earpiece. Then phone a hook. Norton, still no answer, Sheriff? Sheriff. No answer, Dr. Norton. Can't understand it. Mr. Seaton was home when I called just 15 minutes ago. But I will do, Sheriff. Have the bonus worth too close. Sheriff, well, I can't do a hundred things at once. Got every available deputy out there looking for Miss Seaton. Norton, don't you realise you might have gone back to the house? 
but he realised she's the one that might be Hester. So Sheriff, Miss Seaton, Hester, what are you talking about? Norton, I'm trying to give back Jewel Pasati. Miss Seaton's suffering from a nervous breakdown. Totally possible that she's the one killed Griffin, a daughter Foster. Sheriff, why didn't why why you should have told me this before, Doctor? We're getting right over to we're, we're come on, we're getting oh, right over to the Seaton house. We're in the background. Hester, yeah, Paul. They buried Heather's body here. Dishonoured under their name. But Paul, you believe in my innocence? Paul, yes, Sarah. We'd better go back then. Hester, back? Paul, just to the house. It's very cold here. Hester, it's cold everywhere, Paul. I call the children deaf. Come near me. You and I are going back, back through time. To the age where no one can harm us. His torture I hold will free us forever. Paul, wait, Sarah. Please listen, now try to understand, dear. Hester, ease your mind, the flames will be no pain. I know, <laughs> because I've been through such a death before. Paul, no. Now, Sarah, wait. Gunshot, Hester. Ah. he falls to the ground, Sarah. Very weakly. Oh, Paul. Hester's going. Paul choking back tears. Oh, Sarah. Norton. Mr. Seaton. You still all right? You all right? Paul, yes, Sheriff. Looks like we got here just in time. Sarah. Paul, she's going for me. Forever. Grown to death. Paul overcome loss. Oh, Sarah. Norton, she's dead, Mr. Seaton. Sheriff Remorse. I'm sorry, Mr. Seaton. Paul. Sheriff? Sheriff, what is it? What's the matter? Sheriff, look. Look at the headstone. Didn't notice that before. Been recut. Sheriff, well, what do you mean? Paul. Why well, don't you see that what it says? Hester Randall, a lost soul. Born October 13th, 1759. Die September twelfth, nineteen forty nine. Raymond, so I'm saying, if you have you had your personality split, your personality split lately. Raymond, hey, have you had your personality split lately? Hmm. It seems it happens when a dame gets her dates mixed up. Forrester, she didn't know whether she was going or coming. To the grave now. You should, you should be at old New England ceremony some night, and one of the histones should move. Don't be frightened. Probably just has to come out for a hot date again. <laughs> By the way, there's no poverty moral attached to the night's tale. I'll just leave you with one, uh, your own thoughts. As horrible as I hope they are. <laughs> Well, it's time to close the creaky door. But never seven day rest until my next week. At this time, brings you another innocent mystery. In two months, then, good night, pleasant dreams. Hmm? Long creaking door with slam at end.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.